Welcome into another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is a froggy Wednesday. Today we are joined by Grayson Sig, two-time winner on the Corn Ferry Tour, three top 25 finishes this year. And Grayson is playing this week in the Zurich Classic with Sepp Straka. Good morning, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. So a uh, great week of golf. I mean, we had a hell of a run by Scotty Scheffler. This run he's been on is unbelievable. And he was off this past week um, at the uh, Heritage at the RBC. Congratulations to everybody that played there. Great tournament. Love to see. You know, it's just, it's a foot. Have, have you played Harbortown before? It's a great golf course. You know, I haven't played Harbortown in probably 15 years. I went down wow. there on vacation with my family, and we, we played out there just one afternoon. Uh, so, obviously, a little different than, you know, condition-wise and in a tour event. But, uh, you know, it looks awesome. It looks hard. It looks, you know, I was talking to, to Brendan Todd yesterday, and he was I was just asking about the golf course, and he was just saying how you can hit good shots off the tee and be blocked out. You know, even if you're in the fairway, so you really got to shape the ball both ways, and um, everyone loves seems to love the golf course. So I mean, so it looks like a pretty great venue. And it's and it's it's always good to have Jordan Spieth back in the winner's circle again. It's it's good for the PGA Tour. I really enjoyed seeing how those kids that uh, that were waiting for his signature after he finished 18. He said, "Hey guys, listen, I want to see if there's a, I want to see if there's a playoff. I want to see if there's uh, going to be a winner. How this is going to work? But I'll come back." And sure enough, he showed back up with the jacket on and signed all the autographs. Love to see that. It helps build yeah. the game that we're trying to build with today's youth. Yeah, I mean, I think the the golf world needs more Jordan Spieth, and for him to to be playing good again is is great. Not that he hadn't been playing good, but uh, you know, I mean, he's he's great for the game of golf and. You know, I'm, I'm always a uh, guy that pulls for him. So, yeah, it's good to see uh, uh, Jordan back there again. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Now, this week, Zurich, completely different format. We're in the team format. Do you like the team format better than playing by yourself each week? You know, it's just different, right? I, I don't think this is obviously my first Zurich, so um, I'll be able to tell you more after this week. But yeah, I mean, so far it's great. I've been really excited for this week. You know, I've had the last two weeks off, so I've been kind of preparing for it and getting really excited. So it'll be interesting. Seth and I are going to go out today and play uh, alternate shot in the Pro-Am. So, you know, try and dial that in a little bit. But I mean, best ball is, I feel like is is pretty normal just because, you know, that's kind of how the money games we play at home are. So I'm pretty used to that format. But alternate shot is the one that's, you know, probably going to be a touch different. Right. So is there a different format each day this week? Yeah. So we got best ball Thursday, alternate shot Friday, best ball Saturday, and then alternate shot on Sunday. Okay. So is alternate shot harder? Absolutely. Yeah, it is harder. Okay. And so that brings up my next question is now, do you and Sep play a different golf ball, different brand? We do. We do. So I am a, I'm a tideless guy. Um, and he is a Shrixon guy. So, you know, I, yesterday on the range, I was hitting some balls with Gary Crescent, who will be on with you tomorrow. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and I, and I was like, you know, Seb hit, hit one of my balls and then I'll hit, I'll hit the tricks on and we'll just test them. And they were both very similar. I think the tricks on maybe spins a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I think, and Steph's been playing great, right? I mean, you guys have seen what he's done the past, yeah. you know, two or three months. So it's almost like, okay, buddy, I'll be the one to play the tricks on. Let's not change anything that you're doing. Like, let's keep you rolling, keep you rolling hot. And I'll, uh, I'll get in the tricks on this week for you. But 
you know, it's, it really hasn't been that big. It was very similar, right? I mean, spin was pretty much the same. That was like the thing that, that was the first thing that we looked at, right? Right. Um, you know, I reacts around the greens. Yeah. Obviously like spin with the first thing we did yesterday was just spin, you know, with the irons and driver, make sure that was, you know, in the right ballpark and then feel around the greens. And it's, it's really been pretty good. I hadn't been able to tell them too much difference than, than what I've been playing. So when you tee off on, let's say a par three, will you use your Titleist ball or will you use the Shrixon ball this week? I will probably use the Titleist ball on a par three. Now, what about a drive? What about a driver off on a par four? Uh, if it, I'll probably use, I'll probably use the tricks on if steps hitting a shot, I'll probably use the tricks on. Okay. So it, it, so it does change things. I think, yeah, I think it does, but I would say mainly it's, um, you know, it, it matters if steps going to hit a long shot. I, I think around the greens, it's, it's very similar, right? I mean, I don't think, you know, putting is, it might be a touch different with the feel, but you know, nothing too noticeable, like, especially around the greens. Yeah, it's really interesting how that changes because that's not something that you worry about 51 other weeks a year on the PGA right. Tour. I mean, obviously, maybe Ryder Cup, President's Cup time, we do talk about this kind of thing where you're playing alternate shot and you're playing yeah. somebody else's golf ball. But usually, it's such an individual sport that you only worry about what you're doing. But it brings in a new element this week. And I had wondered how that did affect if that was a conversation you guys had prior to going off on the first tee on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta, you gotta kind of get it sorted out. Um, and another thing this week is, you know, trying to figure out what holes I need to tee off on and what holes he's going to tee off on. Right. So how, how have you guys done that? Well, so this week, like I think the majority of the par fives are on the even numbers. So Seth's going to take, cause he hits it far. He hits it a, a little bit further than, Oh, well, a good ways further than I do. Um, so we're going to, like yesterday we played and he had like seven. I hit four iron into number two at par five and he hit, I think he hit seven iron in there. I mean, he smashed one and it was the second hole of the practice round. I'm like, I can play from there, bud. You're in the middle of fairway, 50 yards past me. So let's let you hit on the evens, you know? Right. Um, and 18 is a par five too. And he was, he was the only guy in our group to get home yesterday too. So um, it, it's just stuff like that where I feel like he, we might have, you know, a little bit of an edge there with a little bit of extra distance on, on the, on the par fives. And, you know, I, I think the odd number guy gets a lot of par threes. Right. So, and, and I've, you know, I've been known to be a pretty good ball striker with my longer irons and, you know, all, all my irons. So it, that's, that's where, what we're going to do. Um, but you know, everyone's different, right? I think it's, you know, some holes might not look good to some guys and then they'll, then they'll kind of go that route and, and try and figure out what they want to do from there. But I mean, for us, it was more of like a distance thing on the, on the par fives. Now, when it came to picking a uh, a companion or a teammate at this event, I saw Justin Thomas was giving Ryan Palmer some shit because he had played with Rom, <laughs> Spieth, and now Scheffler. He's like, hey, yeah, I saw you some wanna, of that. The do other you want to pick anybody that's not like number five in the world and number one in the world to play with? But and then last year around this time, we had Billy Horschel here on the pod, and Billy had said that he and Sam Burns kind of got together because statistics wise they kind of matched each other where there was a weakness, there was a strength and they kind of offset each other in, in picking a teammate. Is that something you, you and you and Sep have kind of, you kind of pick up some places where he's not the best at and vice versa. You know, to be honest with you, I haven't looked at a stat at, at you know, at any type of stats as, as far as Sep's game. Um, obviously he's playing great right now, but 
it was more about kind of our friendship and you know we played golf at georgia together for i think three years so you know good buddies and we stay together a decent amount out here on the road so it was one of those things where we were kind of you know hey let's play zurich together we're like absolutely perfect so we we set that in stone you know a while back and it was just one of those things where we're you know we're teamed up but i mean and, and here again like we know each other's game very well right i mean we've played tons of golf together play a bunch of practice rounds together and so i mean i kind of know his tendencies and you know it's one of those things where we're comfortable around each other and then you can just kind of go out and play right you don't have to worry about what this guy's gonna think if i do this if, you know right all that stuff kind of goes out of the window i feel like right you know one of the cool things about the zurich too is the walk-up music they've really kind of gone out of their way to kind of make the zurich a team format <laughs> and more fun and different and so there is walk-up music now who got to pick the walk-up song? Is that something you guys did together? Well, or did somebody kind of, you know, go, hey, no, no, we're playing this song? We got a we got a group chat with a few other guys uh, that were still trying to figure it out. There's been there's been a few songs that uh, have been thrown out there that are for the front runners here. Bob O'Reilly's one of them, big Georgia song. I know you're a Florida guy, but <laughs> that, that song gets all the all the Georgia guys going. They used to play it before every football game in, in yes. Stanford Stadium. Um and this is a big proponent of crocodile rock believe it or not i don't know why <laughs> but he's just got this weird obsession with crocodile rock and i'm I, i'm like whatever that's kind of weird to me but it is we'll uh we'll we'll roll with it and keep that as an option so i think we got to let him know that by this afternoon as to what we kind of want so those are kind of our top two right now um maybe we'll get a few more today that pop into our head I think it's fun the walkout music. It does add an extra element of fun to a you know to an already different event. You agree? Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. It kind of changes it up. I mean, it's just kind of the direction that golf's going. You know, it's going to a more chill, um, you know, more open invitation for for everyone, and I think it's great. Um, it, yeah. You know, people, people, you know, it, it's just cool, right? I mean, it's just something that that you never really see and you know it's, it can be funny it can be like you know a serious thing i don't know how many guys take it super serious and you know get it get to use a song that really gets them in the zone but right you know step and i'll be more of a kind of you know i mean crocodile rock who's going to take that serious <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> I, I, you've got to ask exactly where the hell does crop I mean, of all the songs to choose to walk out crocodile I, rock i mean really i mean yeah yeah i mean i like elton john and all but i mean really it just it doesn't yeah. really reek like hey we're coming to kick your ass let's play some crocodile rock <laughs> yeah i mean exactly you said that yesterday and then he was like you know kind of like humming it i'm like i i don't know but so we, we <laughs> pulled up spotify and played it and i'm like what if you think you really like it i mean this guarantees a birdie on the first hole i'm in right <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, you brought up something and yes, I am a Gator fan. I love my Gators. I also said we've had Billy Horschel on the podcast. So yes, we are, you know, I, I am a huge Gator fan, but I give mad respect to the, I mean, it feels like a PGA tour pipeline coming out of Georgia. Ready? I'm just going to read off some names. And, I, and if I leave anybody out, it's not done on purpose. Uh, Bubba, Sepp, Harris, Kisner, Kirk, Russell Henley, Brendan Todd, Brian Harmon, Big Hud, Keith Mitchell. I mean, the list goes on and on. It is like a PGA Tour pipeline. Grayson, what the hell's going on in Georgia? Man, it's it's a great atmosphere. Um, you know, Athens is a great town. It's hard, you know, when you're going on your recruiting visit and you see Athens and 
the facilities that we have there, I mean, it's just something that if you have the chance to go there, that's pretty hard to pass down. Um, and obviously there's been so many guys that's been successful on the PJ tour and even on the mini tours getting up to, uh, you know, working their way up PJ tour and hackers done a great job with the program. Um, you know, the thing that I would say that's different about him is, you know, when he's recruiting well and has a bunch of guys on the team, he just lets everyone go, right? It's like, all right, you guys go out there in your backyard on our practice facility and y'all go beat each other's brains in and y'all are going to get better that way. I mean, I've seen it work. It's obviously proven to work. Um, and that's that was just like the biggest thing for me. You know, it was like, all right, we don't have mandatory practice, which in my opinion is great because there's days where I don't want to play golf, right? Right. Um, and I think getting away from the game is sometimes good. So I yeah. think that was, that was awesome. But, you know, it was like, you guys go practice and we had to qualify for every event. So, whereas like, if you're, if you're, I mean, obviously everyone knows you're the best player on the team. Like you should be playing in every event. Hacker was never going to give you, you know, like, Oh, you're in, don't worry about it. Don't even practice. Don't, you know, don't even go to class, but it was like, go to class you got, you better be on time for everything. You've got to, you know, workouts at six 30 in the morning, but you got to qualify every week too. Like I'm going to treat you the same way I treat the guy that's number ninth on the team. Right. That's good. You know, and that keeps him hungry. Right. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that keeps you going and you got to continue to play. You got to continue to get better. And it's just been, you know, I think it trains you to, to just continue to get better. Right. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. Like, Right. Which is what everybody should be doing anyways. No, no nobody should feel yeah. like, Hey, I can just sit back and relax here and I'll just show up and I'm already going to be there versus, Hey, I've got to earn my spot every single week. Yeah. Cause that's how it is out here in the professional golf world. I mean, sure. You can shoot seven under last week, but it's a new week now. And you know, you gotta, you gotta strap your boots on again and, and try and take it as low as possible. Right. Yeah. And that's what's so weird about golf and everybody who plays the sport understands that you can literally go, play one day with your buddies and play phenomenal and then go wake up the next morning. Nothing changes. Go to the same golf course, do the same stuff again yeah. and play absolutely terrible. And that's what makes this game yet frustrating, but yet so beautiful. at the Yeah. Same time. I mean, I, I see it all the time. I mean, like as far as like my year this year has been like, it's been kind of weird for me so far. Cause I feel like I'm playing good, you know, but there's always like, you know, I'll shoot like two over two or three over on Sunday. Like I've done that a few times or like, you know, a couple over on Friday. And it's just like putting four rounds together, four good rounds of golf together in one week can be so hard. Right. And it's just like, what am I doing here? That's different. Like, it's the same thing. But like you said, it's just like one day is so different than, than the day before. I mean, you can shoot eight under and then you shoot two over the next day and you're like, I didn't right. do anything different, but I just exactly. walked by 10. I mean, what? And it feels, I don't know if it happens the same with you guys, but do you, do you have days where your driving is just, you feel like you can't miss a fairway and your irons are poor and then the next day it's the complete opposite? Yeah, and, and that's, and here again, like, you know, earlier, like in the fall, I was hitting it so well. I mean, it was ball striking was so good and my putting just wasn't great. And then like, you know, kind of West coast swing, I started like putting and chipping it really, really good. And then my ball striking kind of went away. So it's kind of like one of those things where like, you got to time everything up together and like, right. you know, especially on tour, you only need, you know, three or four good weeks a year 
to keep your card. So that, and that's why there's been a lot of guys out here who, who you never really hear their name, but they have mm-hmm. three or four good weeks a year and they keep their card and they've been out here forever. So it's just about timing, you know, timing everything up and, you know, putting four really good rounds together. Which is what makes Scotty Scheffler's run absolutely oh, unbelievable, unbelievable right now. Yeah. And then you watch a guy like him and, you know, I, Sepp's been on a great run too. And I've been playing a lot of golf with him and it's just, it just looks so easy. Yeah, it's effortless. Right. I've always thought Dustin Johnson makes it look a lot easier than it really is. But you can tell, like, you know, you if you go if you could crawl upstairs in their mind, it's just like they're playing so stress free. I mean, they got nothing, you know, they're just worried about making birdies, and that's all they are, and that's what everyone should be worrying about. But sometimes, you know, you're not you're working on your swing, you got you got something, you know, going on. Right. Um but that's just kind of the, the thing that I would say is is big for that. Yeah, a lot of guys are playing golf swing, not playing golf. And that obviously never good, especially at the highest level. Say that again. I said a lot of guys are sometimes playing golf swing, not playing oh. golf. And that's never good at the highest level. No, it's, it's not. I mean, when you're worried about something that's going on in your swing, like that's that's going to be the hardest thing. But like if you're worried about there going, going out there and just playing golf and making birdies and you're probably going to play pretty good. Right. Right. So speaking of the PGA tour this week, we have finally gotten at least one name of somebody who has, I guess for some reason you have to ask for permission to play somewhere else. I guess that's how that works on the tour. And it looks like uh, if we believe the media reports are reading that Garrigus, Robert Garrigus, who does have one PGA tour win uh, has been playing on the corn Ferry tour for a while, but has been struggling uh, Garrigus is the first player to ask for, I do not know if he's yet received, but has asked for permission to play in the Saudi league. And so I just, I, I mean, I, I've seen other reports. I saw a report that Bubba was somebody they thought was going to go, but then Bubba released his schedule on Twitter and it had no, absolutely was all PGA tour events. So, so far, this is the only player that we have really seen a concrete name going to the Saudi league. And to me, if the Saudi league is going to work, which I have my doubts on that, that's a whole separate conversation. But if it is going to work, they can't come out of the box with Robert Garrigus. And that is no disrespect to Robert Garrigus, but that is not somebody you can build your tour around. Yeah. I mean, Robert Garrigus is is a buddy of mine and, you know, his game's good. I know he's been been struggling a little bit the past couple of years, but he's starting to play really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions that, that revolve around this Saudi golf league and we'll see what happens, but, in order for it to work, they're going to have to have some of the top guys in the world for people to watch it, right? And for it to continue to go on. Um, right. So it's, you know, and, and we were kind of talking about it. Um, and it's just going to be interesting to see, like, a, you know, it's almost like I'm ready for people to go over there and see what happens. Like, let's get this thing stirred up because there, there are people going, right? And, you know, I don't know names and there's still so much, like there's still so much uncertainty as to what this tour is. Right. I mean, no one knows. Right. And if you go, it's almost, you've reached the point of no return. You can't come back. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think that's what, that's what they said. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting. And and to be honest with you, I have not, I don't really know much about it. And and I think there's a lot of players that are like that too, you know, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Is it a talk that you guys are still having amongst yourselves? Is there still talk about it, even if it's just exploratory? Like, hey, do you did you hear this? Did you hear that? Do you believe this is going on? Absolutely. I mean, people talk about it. I mean, you know, it's hard not to talk about it. You look at, you know, the 
the money that the, the purses that they're playing for, you know, three days, right. 48 players. I mean, it sounds great, but the, the PGA tour is also the best tour in the world for a reason. Right. I mean, it's, it's, they do a very good job and it's uh, very lucrative for us. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's just, you know, it's just going to be interesting, interesting to see what happens here. Cause yeah, I really, I really don't think many people know what's going to happen with the tour. You know, it could be around, and six or seven years, or it could be around for two years. And then it's like, this is not working. Cause we have, we don't have, you know, I mean, there's like, I, you know, if there was 48 Grayson Sigs, the, the tour would never work. Correct. And they're going, and, and, and listen, that's no, no disrespect to, to you whatsoever, no, but no. they're going to have to have I mean, some big name players of, to draw. Yeah. People are going to get sick of watching me and Robert Garrigus, you know, go right. head to head. Right. They're going to need uh, a Rory, a Bryson, yeah, a DJ, absolutely. a Brooks, a JT. They're going to need one of those. And as of right now, it doesn't appear they have any of those. I know. I know. Exactly. So that's what's going to be interesting. I mean, that's what makes the PGA Tour so good is there's so many, you know, superstars. And there's so many guys that are, you know, that are young and coming along that are that are going to be superstars. So it's, right. you know, there's so much firepower out here. And um I don't on know. The youth on the youth on the tour is unbelievable. I mean, right now, Rory, if I believe and this may have changed with the most recent world rankings, but as of last week, Rory McElroy was the elder statesman in the top 10 of the world rankings. That says where we are in golf. We have so much good young talent coming up, coming out of the box. And Grayson, why is it you think guys that come right out of college are so prepared to win immediately on the PGA Tour now. Guys like Victor Hovland or guys like Colin Morikawa, these guys come out of the box ready to win. Yeah, I mean, just the, the competition that these guys play in college. I mean, there's so many good guys. And, you know, with with the track mans and all that, I think guys that are coming out, they're more prepared. They're hitting it further. Um, it's just, you know, they're playing a, a full schedule in college and they're able to, to play with these guys for, you know, 15 years. And, and they're just, they're coming out, they're better. I mean, that's just bottom line, right. right? Right. No, you're exactly right. This week, going into the Zurich, you've played the golf course already. I know you're playing in a pro-am today. Talk about the golf course a little bit. How does it fit your strengths, SEP strengths? Um, so it's good. It's the golf course is the first time I saw it yesterday. Uh, it's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. I think it's... You know, there should be some pretty low scores for the best ball. Uh, but Sepp, he's, he's hitting it good. And, you know, like I said, he's on the even numbers. So he's going to get some of the par fives. So that should set up well for us with how long he hits it off the tee. But, uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty soft. I think it's going to firm up later in the week. Last, you know, I think I was talking to some of the guys and they said last year it was, uh, some, it was one of the firmest golf courses that they played all year. So it should be interesting to see how the golf course progress, progresses toward the week. Now, I know it is your first Zurich, but do you feel like already the time that you've been there, do you feel like it's a little bit more laid back of an event than a regular tour event or obviously a major because it is a team event? It's just different, right? I mean, I think it is very laid back, but at the same time, you got to kind of worry about your own, you know, worry about your own game and kind of do what you do every week to be prepared, right? I mean, it's it's still golf and you still got to go out and try and birdie every hole. Right, exactly. And, and birdies are a premium in this team event, especially when you're exactly. doing basketball. Exactly, but it's kind of cool as strategy. You know, like if Sub hits it to 20 feet, then like then I, if I'm in the fairway, that I can be pretty aggressive, right? So, right. you know, it'll be interesting to see like how that plays out, but um, I'm very excited for the week. 
Yeah, I mean, most guys know you play in a scramble with your buddies. You get a guy that can put you in the fairway. He tees off first. He puts you in the fairway in a good, safe spot. Then everybody else can try and bomb it. So you guys do that same kind of strategy. Exactly. It's, you know, it's kind of the same deal where, like, if I can hit one in the fairway, then Sep might kind of go after one a little bit. Um, Right. Right. What are you... what are you working on in your swing right now? Uh, Gary and I are, are working on a few things. I am about as simple as possible, and I like to be as simple as possible. So um, I'm just kind of working on getting my load on my right side a little bit bit better. Um, that's been, you know, a little bit of back out, you know, coming through the hit. So that's been something that we've been working on to try and reduce that, just load a little better on my right side and kind of get through it a little better. So that's been the thing that we've been working on probably the past two or three months now. Right. Cool deal, man. Well, before we let you go, we'd like to do uh, what we call an emergency nine. I'm going to ask you nine quick questions. Some have to do with golf. Some don't have a damn thing to do with golf. And you just give me the first answer that comes to your head. Perfect. All right, here we go. Number one, hole one. What is your favorite tournament so far on the PGA tour? Uh, Farmer's insurance. Nice. Uh, number two, would you rather make a phone call or just send a text? You're not into the phone call stuff. Send a text. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> or go to the store? Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So, so far, I'm a we're millennial. Here. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Some people do not want to be referred to as that. They think that's a bad thing. Like, don't, hey, do not, just- don't, don't, don't. Group me with those people. <laughs> I just, I just embrace it, man. Might as well. Uh, craziest. I know you got a pro am today. What's the craziest pro am swing thought you've heard from somebody you played with? Oh my gosh, swing thought. Um, probably swing as hard as they can to try and hit it in the fairway. <laughs> oh, That's that, my favorite. That one. brings on great results. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, see how far you can hit this one, you know, see what they do. It's, it's kind of fun to sometimes mess with them a little bit, but it's funny seeing them just trying to hit it. I mean, same thing. It's like a scramble, right? You already got one in the fairway and they're like, I'm going to swing out of my shoes at this one. Okay. You know, and then they key it lower, they key it lower and just come completely out. It's, it's great. That's awful. Uh, player you'd most be nervous to be paired with on tour. Obviously most people say Tiger. Is there anybody else you'd be nervous to be paired with? Um, yeah, Tiger. So I played with Phil last year at the, on Sunday at the U S open at Torrey. So that was, that was a pretty good one for me. Um, I don't know, man. I I feel like I'm pretty comfortable with everyone nowadays. Um, yeah, I I think Phil, that was probably the most nervous I've been, you know, we were kind of, you know, we were off early on Sunday, so it was nice that we, you know, it, we, we weren't in like, you know, third and fourth place going into Sunday, but um, I wish we were, but it was nice. We kinda, it, was, it was a little bit more chill around, you know, we were in like 35th, 40th and we had a cool. good time. He was cool and he had a good time with me. So nice. If you weren't a pro golfer, what would you be doing, Grayson? Um, I'd probably be coaching golf in some sort of fashion, not, not much swing, but it would definitely have to do. Uh, you know, golf's been in my veins for my whole life. So love that. it would be somewhere, somewhere, um, you know, in the golf business. Right. What is the most famous phone number in your phone right now? Oh my gosh. Um, I'd, I'd probably have to say Colt Ford. Nice. Okay. Hey, listen, he's famous. Hey, that counts. Uh, I, I, um, hope he can, I hope he can hear that. <laughs> What's the best shot you've ever hit in your life? 
Oh, the best shot I've ever hit. I would probably have to go back to uh, to the college days when I was in regionals. I was on the last hole, and I think I had a one shot lead over Matthew Neesmith. And I was in the fairway. He was over in the left left trees, and he hit it. He had an unreal shot. Like I kind of figured I'd had that one won, you know, like just hit it on the green two putt. He had an unreal shot out of the trees, like eight feet. So I'm like, man, I got to birdie this hole now, and I, I'm going to hit a seven iron that never left the flag to about a foot. So that was one that I'll, I'll never really forget. That's awesome. We had Matthew on the podcast a couple weeks ago. He's a super good dude as well. Yeah, he's amazing, man. He's a good mind. So to beat him like that was was pretty nice. He always gives me grief about that one still. So. <laughs> and hole number nine, what is your favorite or who is your favorite follow on social media? Uh, Clay Travis, hands down. Yes, love Clay Travis. He's a good dude too. He's a very he's good amazing. dude. I love it. Love Clay Travis. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. What is your exempt status moving forward? Where can we see Grayson play golf? I know you're playing this week in the uh, Zurich. Where will we see you moving forward? So I'm going to play the the next three events after this. Um, and the PGA, I think the PGA is after Byron. So yes. I'm not in the PGA right now. So I'm going to play Mexico, Wells Fargo, and then the Byron in Dallas. And then after that, um, Colonials, you know, then we start getting into some invitational. So if I can have a good week here and there, then I'll start getting in the Memorial and Colonial nice. and um, stuff like that. But, you know, good golf takes care of itself. So if I can have a couple good right. weeks, maybe I can sneak into some of those bigger events. But, you know, I'm definitely playing the next four. And then after that, I haven't really, you know, I'm pretty much going to play every event that I get in, though, right? I mean, as a rookie, it's hard enough. So I'm going to play the event that I'm in. Good deal. Well, good luck this week, man. Good luck with Steph. Hope you guys play well. And you know what, Thanks, man? You play well here on out. We'll see you out there. And uh, we'll definitely have you again sometime here on the podcast. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. Love it. Thanks for having me on, bud. Thanks, Grayson. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. You got it. See you. Bye-bye.